Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Do it a little faster. <laughs> you still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the, the Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yes, sir. Hey, girl. How's everything going over there? You was about to say hanging? Yeah, I want to say it. <laughs> hey, you can say it, queen. How's it hanging? I don't like to it, To the though. right? To the left? It's not even Tucked? That. Inappropriate incident. Apologies. How are you? I would What's have a curved on? one. I know mine was curved. <laughs> and skinny. We argue no. about this all the time. <laughs> that skinny nose for you? Mm-hmm. You ain't got no wide nose, boo boo. It's all in the nose. That big that. It, What'd it you say? Be, it might be like a uh, girthy, but I don't know if you do right. be big. This is something for the listeners to weigh in on. <laughs> the energy that I have, you don't think that I would have a large penis if I had a penis? No, Not no, that no, size that matters. Big dick energy got a uh, big dick, so we all know that. Unfortunately, wow. That is hurtful. I think it would be girthy. You calling me fat? What are you doing right now? (laughs) This is taking a toll. We are one minute in and it's getting tricky already. So what you trying to why would it be girthy? Explain it. Because my shoulders are wide. (laughs) What? I got big head. You definitely would not have a skinny penis. That would just be terrible. But you would. I think it's skinny and long on you. Not too skinny, but you know. I think my penis would be beautiful. I do too. It, it would not. No, skinny penises are not beautiful. I think it would just be just right. Like a white girl, like oh, just right. Black girl would be like oh, small size factory, but like a white girl would be like. Oh. Wow, that <laughs> is. We are problematic. <laughs> Apologies. It would be skinny. Whoever. But anyway, shout out to those that curve. Not too much. I don't like too curvy. Curve which way? Curve to the left? It don't matter to, right, to me. Up or down? No, because oh, I've li- had right, a curved right. penis that went uh, curved. back. No, bueno. No. Towards the belly? <laughs> I thought you were excited. No, bueno. Towards the belly will slip out. 
all the time. And it just doesn't, all the positions are, it's difficult. It's difficult to manage. It makes you upset. Yes. But, <laughs> are drawn to the le- left or right, but not too much, because I, child. Because what? Too. Show me. Show me it what you just tri- about to show so me. Tricky. If y'all can see our but Patreon. A little curve. <laughs> Little curve, you're like, oh, I have a seat. You like it a little bit. Because that thing, the way that thing sits in the pants, and when it's becoming erect, what? All right, two minutes in, three minutes in. That's how we keep y'all going, you know? (laughs) Because I can see what type time you are. You, 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 you're, yeah, you're in heat a little bit. That's okay. Not really. I'm um, sad. No. I'm not in heat at all. I'm in depression. Sorrow. But it's okay. Oh. God is good. Do you need a moment? My period is coming. Um, The the veil is thin. Mm. And. But on the good note, I have um, airline interview coming up. Oh, you skipped the most important announcement. Excuse me. Can you wait a second? Can you do the first announcement? What's the first announcement, Shati? We released our merch. If you guys don't follow us on Instagram or Patreon, shame on you. Shame. Especially Instagram. Because it's lit over there. We really are a great account. Yeah. So we just, we did release our merch. Shout out to us. Shout out to the whole team effort that made from the top, from the design ideation to the photo shoot execution happen internet can you list the players that made that happen because shout out to the designer pablo shout out to our makeup artist Brittany, also the owner of wtf dumbo studios shout out to the god nigel on the photography shout out to tj on the videography very good shout out to black for the assistance with all of the photos shout out to nana for the dope styling we got a lot of feedback on the styling they said that we did a good job honey and yeah everybody did their thug thizzle and we are very grateful and if you want to see their handles and follow them they are all black brown folks here in brooklyn doing their thing please support them just go head over to our instagram around the way curls and you can they're tagged and everything anytime you see a merch thing they're tagged so and if you want to shop the merch Hit up aroundthewaycurls.com. It's pre-order, so it will take two to three um, weeks to produce, if that. If that. But um, we're proud of it. I'm proud and of it. This is our second release. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to us, Antoinette. Congratulations to you, Shanti. Learning a- along the way. Also, if you are a patron, I don't know if all the patrons are super tapped in, but if you are a patron, there is a discount code that we offer you. So please make sure you log into your Patreon to access that. But yeah, merch is selling. I'm very proud. I can't wait to see everybody get their merch. Make sure you tag us. Make sure you show us how you're rocking it. And yeah, good job. Good job by us. Good work. Good job by y'all. And more to come, more jewelry specifically, jewelry drop. And we need um, we need ideas on what else you folks want to see. It's interesting, the shirt that I didn't think would sell is the one that I feel like is selling the most. Which one? 
Well, the isms and the tricky shirt are going. I thought the isms would sell the least. No, it's and tricky then isms. Top is tricky. I knew tricky was going to sell because that's just a fire design. Shout out to Black for that image and allowing us to put it on a shirt and sell it. Um, but also, yeah, like the isms is so specific to the podcast, though, that I'm just so proud that people want to rock our sayings and are like connected to us that was that was very affirming to see so thank you like us oh my god that's crazy and shout out to friends who support friends shout out to fran shout out to crystal shout out to mandy shout out to jasmine all bought merch and y'all did not have to buy merch we would have given you merch but they placed their order shout out to angie aria she placed the order to arlene like people that I know personally. So thank you, y'all. That's all. You can give us your updates now. Uh, my update, I'll just keep it short and sweet. Um, I do have, I know, y'all think I'm playing and I'm <laughs> not, and I never do. I have an interview for both the airline and a nanny position. Oh! <laughs> Watch me motherfucking work. Or not. We'll see. Um, but Are you yeah, my nervous my plan, about the interview? No, I'm so excited. When is it? Monday. Well, the interview for the nannies tomorrow and the Monday. Uh, Monday is for the airline. I love it. What are you going to wear? I don't know. What should I wear to the? We'll go over that wear? after this. Yeah. You got to look professional. Whatever that you means. Can't, you, I can't wear my hat. No, if you I'm wear joking. that fucking hat, I'm joking. I'm sick of that hat. Is that your only update? <laughs> it is. Okay. Well, I the petty in me. I don't really have personal updates, but the petty in me is um I've been streaming Meg the Stallion's hiss very very low on repeat for the last three days, and oh. I will not stop. I'm trying to run it up because I don't like that other lady. I don't like her. I think she's a mean lady. And I saw that her little fans were making her number one, that raggedy diss track she put out. And I said, uh-uh, I'm going to do what I can to support Meg. So that's what I'm doing. I found out the hard way that if it's on silent, it doesn't work. The streams don't count. So y'all, it has to be, shout out to the listeners who put me on on Twitter. It has to be on low volume. So if you want to be petty with me, feel free to stream Meg, support Meg. Okay, that's all. Also, I'm very sad. Naomi Sharon, the girl who I, the new singer that I really, really love is going on tour with her Obsidian um, album and it's sold out. So if any listeners has a plug, I will pay for it. I will do what I need to do. That album is, she's going on tour for that. It's like three songs on that album. It's like an EP. No, it's not. It's more songs than that, Shanti. Why would you diminish her work? It's more songs on that album than Jasmine's. It's 13 songs on that album. Why you make that up? I mean, maybe they all sound continuous. Ooh. I like the album. <laughs> don't, don't play with me. I like we the be, album. I realize we be having our funny Marco moments where we just <laughs> stare at each other like <laughs> trying to figure out. Did you see he interviewed Obama? Are you fucking kidding yes, me? Yes, he he showed the screenshots of him and Obama's DM. Like, I want to interview you, Pre- President Obama. I want to interview you. And he got an interview with President Obama, and he's 
took a screenshot of him. I hope it's, I don't think it's I like um, AI, but it's him sitting across from Obama. And Obama wrote him back on Instagram or whoever does his Instagram was like, nice guy. Great, great talking with you, Marco. I love that. That was that a good Obama impress- impersonation. Yes, that's amazing. Shout out to Marco. I'm rooting for him. Me too. I really me am. Too. And I have Theo a- Vaughn. Yeah, Theo Vaughn. I have a, um, some questions for you. It is Black <sighs> History Month. We celebrated last week. We're going to continue this week, baby. I don't like this because I, I I had a poor um, public education and uh, no and no this white ain't parents. <laughs> You'll a white get mom this. and a and a strange. It's twelve black questions. Father. You'll get it. Ready? <clears throat> what time was Usher in his drop top cruising the streets? Um. Seven o'clock on a dot. I'm in my drop top cruising. Very good. Street. How can you unbreak Tony Braxton's heart? Say that you love her again. Mm. If Shy ever falls in love, what will he be sure of? Make sure that lady is a friend. <laughs> How much was Erica Badu born underwater with? With sick with oh. I was born underwater with a dollar and six three dollars. Oh. Three. Three dollars and six dimes. Why can't RL and Deborah Cox be friends? They're still in love. Uh, mm. What should you do to prove to Destiny's child that you ain't say running? Say my game? name, say my <laughs> name. <laughs> what should you do if you don't want Fantasia? D- don't talk to me. Go ahead. <laughs> what was T Pain trying to buy that girl? A drink. Where was Mary J. Blige going? Down, child. What weren't you supposed to bring to the dancery? Hateration. And what else? Intoleration. Holleration. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> you said toleration. Intoleration. <laughs> <laughs> That's like um for for ring the alarm. <laughs> When they, when they said that he's so, I just knew she would say he's so African and bold. She would say he's so arrogant and bold. I said, what? That's what she was saying? Nope. I'll never sing it like that. Toleration it is. Um, How long did Kevin, did Tevin Campbell want to talk? For a minute. Lastly, without his girl, what was Cisco's life? Incomplete. Girl, you got 80%. You pass. You are a black woman. <laughs> How do you feel? Feel good? <laughs> Finally. I know. God damn it. You're welcome. Congrats. That's it. That's all I got. Thank you for I that. I just saw that really wanted to ask you those questions. I was like, I wonder if she knows this. You tricky sometimes. Anyway, I'll take it from here. Everyone, may you please rate, subscribe, and share? Please. It really helps, and I would really appreciate it. <laughs> I haven't checked the reviews in a while, but I'm finna check them when Shanti talks about the patrons. But please do that. It helps. We're very grateful to everyone who is supporting us. Erica Badu posted a thing today, and she was like, the math ain't mathin', because she has 60-some thousand views on her video, but she only had 5,000 likes. And she said, now, why y'all... Why y'all viewing it? You not liking it. And I thought it was a little weird, but this is the same energy here. So y'all be listening. We got to talk about that. (laughs) Y'all be listening. So if y'all could please 
say good job to us or just hit the, the stars. That would be so helpful. Thank you so much. Peace and blessings. And now. Shout out to all the new patrons who have joined our Patreon, which is a subscription to access our video content. You can see mm. us right there. So that got a new robe on. I ain't never seen that before. Where you get that from? This is a kimono. I just threw it on because I ain't got no clothes on. See? <laughs> they already told you not to do that. What? They was like, Antonia, it don't look like you naked. It look like you naked here today. Which is why I put the robe on. So I wasn't sitting here like this. Oh, God, you know, y'all. it's hot in you my house. You wanted to pay $5 for what she just did. $10, <laughs> the highest amount. Okay? <laughs> do anything. Shout out to Morgan, Monet, Giari, Dejara. Nyla, Cherie, Joey, Delvin, Deidre, Deidre, mm. Brooklyn, Dominique, and Michelle for joining the gang. Gang, boo, boo, boo. you can do it too. What do they? Where do they have to go to sign up to our Patreon? Where? Mm-hmm. www.patreon <laughs> backslash around nope, the way nope. girls. You gotta All hit right, the well. dot com. <laughs> you almost had it. <laughs> www.patreon.com go ahead backslash around the way curls there you go all right that's done now all right well this was good i think we're in a cheery mood i know you're sad but you're you're oh, keeping yeah, it I'll together fake it till i make it God, God, no, damn that's it. right this Shit. is show business you could also cry on the internet again if you need to i'll support never you. <laughs> not the kid won't catch me all right keep faking it will you sing for us queen after these messages we'll be right back Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And we're back. And for hot shit, we are highlighting. Hot shit. Hot shit. Sorry. We are highlighting for Black History Month, Pat McGrath. Ooh, AKA good the one. mother of makeup and considered the most influential makeup artist in the motherfucking world. Oh, yeah. You hear me? Yeah. I learned of Pat scrolling on my Instagram. It was fashion week or fashion month. I don't know what it was. They was doing their fashion shit in Paris. And there was these incredible, incredible make um makeup looks for Maison Margiela for all those that know how to pronounce that and are cringing at my ignorance I apologize but for their um spring and summer 24 couture collection Pat was responsible and she did this amazing porcelain doll look on black brown asian skin it was just iconic and creative and just masterfully executed. And then I saw via Afropunk that it was a black woman behind it. Mm-hmm. God damn it. And apparently she is behind over 60 looks, uh, makeup looks for all of these couture shows in Milan, Paris, London, New York, for all the top brands and de- designers, Prada, Miu Miu. <laughs> How you say that? <laughs> ah, how you say that? 
I have no idea, I but nowhere, I know huh? That's the Your only way I would say Burberry, it. Burberry, Givenchy, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, versus everybody. You said Givenchy? Is it Givenchy? Givenchy. <laughs> I love it. Givenchy. Because I think I said Givenchy before. That is fucked me. up. You ain't been nowhere. You don't know nothing. You haven't bought anything <laughs> nice for yourself, and it shows. So what? Keep going, girl. McGrath was born. McGrath or McGrath? Was mm. born and raised in North uh, Ampton, England in 1971 in a working class household. She was raised by her mother, Jean, who was a dressmaker. And uh, her family is of Jamaican ancestry. Boop, boop, boop. Jean, her mother, was a huge influence on her daughter's makeup career and always taught her and encouraged her to experiment with makeup. Apparently, her mother just, even though she had a limited palette to choose from, she just hoarded makeup and was just a little fashionista in her own right, doing what she had to do. Um, she says, my mother really was not, she, she was super inspired by her mother's resourcefulness and said, my mother really was not going to let a lack of availability of makeup for dark-skinned women stop her from having fun. Every Friday, she would drag me out to the shops and we would get one or two darker shade foundations that were left. And then they'd go to the fabric aisle and then they would just hook up some looks. And she was really inspired by the punk scene. She went the untraditional route she was going to go to school for like fashion, but ended up sneaking into tons of um, uh, fashion shows and got in with some designers that are now iconic, but were on their own come up, mm. got the chance to tour with one of them to Japan. And then she just found her love and she has become a master and she has created her own makeup brand, Pat McGrath Labs. Um, which has raked in over a billion dollars in um, Selfridges, which is a big company, I guess, in the UK. So she's no joke. To this day, she is, again, responsible for some of the biggest names and the biggest fashion shows. And all of the looks, the feathers, the gems, the bold lips, the quirky, just experimental looks, she is behind for a majority of these. Um, she is the origin for these. So shout out to her. I hope she's happy. I hope she loves what she does. It seems like she does. And I'm happy she's getting some respect on her name. Shout out to the internet for making these kind of stories sticky because I would not have known about her. And I am delighted by her arc. Shout Thank out you to for you, that. Pat. Thank you for that. That was yeah, because I keep seeing that like glass skin thing from that that um runway show come uh, out, and I, I love like, that that's the... a black woman. I was obsessed. They at look first. like dolls. Oh, yeah. porcelain dolls, just yeah. just brilliant, fun. Something else exciting for you, Tracy Chapman is going to be performing, and she has not performed in public for years. She's performing at the Grammy with Luke Combs. She's doing Fast Car with him. Since his remake of that. Does that excite you at all? Very much so. I know it does. I love me some Tracy. I know you do. So she's coming on back out now. When are the Grammys? They're coming up. Because they're doing, they're pushing Victoria Monet hard, baby. They want to see that girl get her things. Good for yeah. her. You ha oh, you haven't seen, she was just on Good Morning America, I believe, with Gail King. I think that's 
I think, yeah, Good Morning America. And uh, mm, I don't know if it's good. Whatever. She was talking to Gail King. She was talking about her sexuality because she's been um, queer and bisexual and open that she likes women, but she is in partnership with her man. Wow. And so, yeah, like everybody's talking about her album. They want to see her get her stuff. You know, she's been writing. She's been in this for a long time. Because she's going to kill it. I know. I wonder who is performing. She's going to kill it. Shout it's out exciting. to Bankhead, who's the choreographer. That's another one we should do for Back History Month, because that nigga be. Put it on the next dancing. episode. We could do one every episode. <laughs> also, flowers to um, Garrett Morris. You know who that is? Ow. That's, yes, you do. Um, it's the comedian. It's Stan from Martin. Oh, he Hallelujah. is 87 and he just got his Hollywood Walk of Fame and the entire cast of Martin was there and Tachina sang a happy birthday she to loves him. She singing, don't she? Well, she could sing. So go ahead and sing, girl. But like people know him from Martin because of our age, but like, you know, he was on Saturday Night Live, like Cooley High. He's done so many things. So it was really nice to see him be honored and he looked really grateful and happy. So shout out to an 87 year old man finally getting his just due. Yeah. And that's all for hot shit. Take it away. Meta, as well as other social media platforms are under fire and were grilled in Washington by lawmakers who said the companies have failed to protect children from being subjected to sexual abuse and exploitation on their websites. This has been um, a lot. There have been a lot of breaking stories about this and the lack of safety as well as the um, intentional designing of these apps to be addictive to children and adults alike. The courtroom was filled with um, victims, parents, concerned educators, and very, very angry lawmakers. And they all addressed the executives, Mark Zuckerberg of, of course, Meta, ex Linda, ex's Linda Yaccarino, and TikTok's Chow Z Chu. And um, this is all coming after uh, a lawsuit came after Facebook after a whistleblower testified before a Senate Judiciary Committee in November saying that he collected data while working at Facebook and said he found that 24% of teens had received unwanted sexual advances. And when harmful posts were reported, he said only 2% were taken down. That's crazy. Just uh, hours before the hearing began, lawmakers released 90 pages of internal emails that showed Meta had refused to fully commit to improving child safety on his platforms. He did not want to hire additional new staff members dedicated to children's well-being. Basically, was all about um, numbers and, of course, increasing the engagement, which, of course, connected to money from Meta. One of the bills that the lawmakers are trying to pass is the Kids Online Safety Act. It would require online services um, such as social media, video game sites, and messaging apps to take reasonable measures to prevent harm, including online bullying, harassment, and sexual exploitation 
to minors who use their platforms. It would also require the services to turn on the highest privacy and safety settings by default for users under 18 years of age. And so they proposed all of these laws that would um, keep the children safe. And then they asked each of these executives, do you support these measures? And mm. not one of them, except for uh, the CEO of Snap, agreed and said, yes, we do accept these laws. Zuckerberg um, counter was just like, basically, you know, the internet has always been tricky. It's always been harmful to keep kids safe on these things since the advent of it. And you just got to kind of adapt as you go along and just do the best that you can. But it's just weird out there. Basically, what are you going to do? And one of the um, CEOs of a nonprofit center for countering digital hate said something that's really set with me. And as a parent, I'm like, oh, right. Parents used to worry about where their kids were at 10 p.m. These days, they may be physically present, but we don't know who they're spending time with online and what they're being exposed to every day. And Jolie has a phone. She doesn't have, she only has internet um, in the house. Like she doesn't have full access to internet anywhere she goes. So she can't like be on the train, have her head down looking at her phone or whatever. <clears throat> But she's on her phone often and, you know, she has never explicitly asked me for TikTok, but I know that she has a TikTok account. I know what the account is. I've seen some of the content that um, she puts out there. She doesn't have any followers or anything. And in conversation, she's as of recently started sharing these characters or these um, influencers, if you will, that she admires and follows. and you know, what she's sharing mostly is her admiration for them and like, oh, he's funny. She's so cute. Da, 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 da. But it also hit me like, I have no idea what she's stumbling upon with her head down in her room. I'm not, I don't have, I'm not a practice of auditing or looking it over. It's just pure trust. And it scared me. It scared me. And this is a scary time. And the fact that it's really hard to make these folks accountable to the beasts that they're creating um, is also really scary. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the, um, the ways, it, it's just like you have access to the world. And I don't know, I feel like not letting her have a phone is, ridiculous and you know if what she wants to see she's going to see but at the same time it, it it's like how do you ha harness this what do you do um how do you prevent this type of abuse from happening because this, this is this could be anybody this could be any of, of I mean even in our experience just with kids having kids on the phone with other kids they'd be talking and doing shit that's like wait what what y'all saying? Um, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've just been trying to figure out what that regimen is or even what the discussion with her is around what's appropriate and what's not without her closing off to me. So mm -hmm. 
I I think um couple things with the hearing it's very interesting it's it's i i i have a i have a hard time with that because the lawmakers could have done something about this a long time ago and they didn't and they're still upholding a law section 230 that gives these companies an out Mm. section 230 is basically saying you know facebook twitter instagram tiktok these are third parties. So any information that's on these sites that's put up there, they are not liable for it. And so for most media outlet, like this is the exception where other media outlets, they are liable for what comes out of their outlet. Like you can't put out misinformation, which is why the Fox thing turned out the way that it turned out and they had to pay all this money. Now, when you have Facebook and you have all of these peop- billions of people, you know, tweeting, putting stuff out all hours of the day and night, you know, basically they're out as it's very hard to monitor that. Now, with AI and things, you know, AI has been around for a while. Serious AI, you know, um, our, our Google Maps, our AI, all of that stuff is AI. So... I feel that if we really wanted to monitor it and figure out a way to monitor Mm -hmm. it, we Mm -hmm. could. Mm -hmm. Um, They also allows these companies, that law, to mess with the algorithm in the way that they do. And it gives them free reign basically to determine what should go up and what should come down. They They get to make that determination. So basically the way it's set up is that you are reliant on these corporations to operate in a way that is, um, that has some integrity. And we all know that when dollar signs are incorporated, they're not going to, they're not going to. So Congress can sit there and they can beat their chest and go crazy. And what's his face? I can't stand him. Mm, What's his name? The the Republican guy. Hmm. Anyway, he's over there yelling at them, telling them how they have blood on their hands. Meanwhile, right, right, right. he takes all the money from the NRA, mm. you know, and it's like, well, what about these school shootings? Mm. What about the harm that's done on these on the Internet with from the bullying? And then these kids go in there and shoot the shoot mm. everything up. Like, are you liable for that? Like, is the NRA mm. not liable for that? Mm. So there's all of these loopholes. And it's mm. all to me a lot of like propaganda. It's like pomp and circumstance. They're just. It's it. They're not getting shit done now. If they do pass these laws, great. I think that would be wonderful. I think there needs to be um, a lot of guardrails on social media. I really do, especially with young people. I mean, we see the impact of social media on adults. Um, social media, and this might be tricky. Like, I don't know about these young kids being on social media. I don't know if they should be allowed to. I d- I don't I, disagree. Yeah, I don't know because it's it is so addictive. It, it and this these hearings remind me of like the tobacco industry and how you know you find out the cigarettes are so terrible for you, and then you have these age restrictions on cigarettes, and then the cigarette companies have to have this um this uh notation or disclaimer on their advertisements saying that right you know right. all of the harm Sorry, I don't understand. listen to ai she said nah, don't be talking shit about my people now i'll fuck you up that is so crazy i apologize to the listeners um 
So that's one thing. When it comes to Jolie and it being more personal, I know in my upbringing, it depends on your kid. You know your kid. And for me, I mean, I hope, I think you know Jolie. I think you don't give yourself enough credit. Um, You're going to be exposed to some stuff as a kid. We all were, right? We just talking about the coldest winter last week, talking about Fly Girl. Stuff is going to get to you. Now, what you don't want is for her to be... um, in contact with any predators, dealing with any abuse. You know, you want to protect her from those things. There are just certain coming of age experiences that she's going to have as she gets older. I know that there are parents that have apps on their phone where they can see exactly what their child is looking at because it clones the phone. Like they can open up, there's like a folder and they can open up their kid's thing and see what did they look at today. What did they this? What did they that? Who are they texting? What is going on? And that for some people feels like a great invasion of privacy. Mm. But I feel like for a young 12, 13, 11, 10 year old, if these children have phones these days, I'm monitoring it. And the way that I was raised was that I'm going to be on your ass. This is my dad. I'm going to be on your ass until you prove that you know what to do with the trust that I'm giving you, that you know how to manage yourself, that you are responsible with all of the distractions, with all the peer pressure, with all the stuff. And until you prove that, it is my job to make sure that you are protected, period. And you don't have to like it. And and there were plenty of things that I, in the moment, I was so frustrated about growing up. I'm so grateful for it now because it kept me out of harm's way. It kept Mm. me out of harm's way. I mean, we both have friends and even you've said this a little bit where the, where the leash wasn't as tight as it could have been when it comes to parents. And now that we're older, I don't know one friend who's, who was in that position that doesn't say, I wish my parents did X. I wish they watched me closer. They all say that. Mm-hmm. I was I had too much freedom. Mm-hmm. They trusted me too early. I didn't know what to do with that. So you got to know your kid, and I think you got to talk to her and tell her what to look out for, you know. And right now it's cute. She's doing her little interesting edits, you know, and she's really talented at editing and doing these very harmless little you know, videos, but, you know, she's going to start getting cute and getting older and a different attention is coming. And, and that attention might not even be from men. It could be from women. It could be from anyone. She could get attention where people are jealous of her. There could be bullying coming. She has to know how to manage that. And the only way she's going to know is if you talk to her too. Yeah. And her school's really good about having it too. They have like a, like a civics class where they're, constantly talking about this so that's good no but get, get and, and we have to you don't need no goddamn tiktok well i think we also have to be um, good examples good examples I'm a terrible put example. your phone away yeah like terrible like if you're eating don't have your phone out terrible. i was realizing i was at the table with someone i was sharing space with and i was like i, I my phone's gonna be in my pocket like i'm it, my phone, phone was in the closet in my coat pocket because that's how badly I wanted to have it out. Yeah. To just mindlessly scroll. Yeah. 
And so yeah. we have to be in practice of that as well. So scary. <sighs> if I think if the listeners, if y'all have suggestions for Shanti, if you have children that you're raising as well or doing things for yourself. Yeah, they kind of have gone through that too, right? Like that that are mm-hmm. 18 now, 19 now. Like what was yeah. what's your practice? What what did you learn? Wish you hadn't done what you had done. Yeah. I wanted to make sure to touch on this UNRWA. Um, that is an organization uh, that basically helps fund relief. Um, and it's doing a lot of relief. It's a UN relief and uh, works. It stands for UN's Relief and Works Agency for Palestine. Okay. And um, Britain, Germany, Italy, and the Netherlands, uh, Switzerland, and Finland have joined the United States. Australia and Canada in pausing funding to this organization um, after um, an investigation has revealed that 12 members of the of staff um, allegedly took part in the October 7th attack led by Hamas on on um, Israeli civil civilians. Um, I'm sorry, revealed that an investigation has been launched into no, the, 12 members they, the they've confirmed that, that they've them, confirmed that it was that. them yeah they've con- sorry they've confirmed that and those people have since been um they've confirmed the investigation has confirmed that that's that's what i'll say the investigation has not been made public to be very clear i don't and the investigation was done by israel to yeah, be very clear okay so i'm giving you i'm just giving you facts <laughs> or not facts i'm giving you what we're being told um and so this is on the heels of Palestinians um, dealing with, obviously dealing with conditions that are worsening. This is a humanitarian crisis in Gaza, obviously. Um, and some people hope that what is happening is that, so this funding is going through, I believe, until the end of February. It's already been funded. So the, f- the funding pause right now is not impacting people in Gaza just yet. I mean, they're already impacted by everything else. But what I'm saying is this funding is up for like the next month and right now it's being held. Um, And some people are hoping and praying and wishing that this is a tactic on these countries part to for um, UNRWA to thoroughly launch this investigation um, themselves and to get to the root of this and to root out any folks that could be possibly uh, connected to Hamas within the organization. I will say that UNRWA did re- did let go of 12 members um, of the staff. Um, so there seems to be something happening there. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, but I also read a really heartbreaking article on CNN about Palestinians who are now eating grass and drinking populated water as famine looms over Gaza. Um, Hanandi Gamal Saeed El-Jamara, she's 38 and she says, she's a mother, she sleeps. Um, She says sleep is all that can distract her children from the aching hunger gnawing at their bellies. So these days, 
She's a mother of seven. Mother of seven finds herself begging for food on the mud cake streets in southern Gaza. She tries to feed her kids at least once a day uh, while tending to her husband who has cancer and diabetes. And she says they are weak now. They always have di- diarrhea and their faces are yellow. Mm-mm-mm. She said, my 17-year-old daughter tells me that she feels dizziness. My husband is not eating. Um, and just as a reminder, even before the war, two out of three people in Gaza relied on food support um, before all of this happened. And a gentle reminder, not so gentle reminder, that Israel's uh, retaliatory war has killed 26,000 people in Gaza. Um, and 20, more than that, girlfriend. That This is what... This is what they're. This is what they're reporting. Israel saying, "No, this is what CNN and Israel and lots of folks are saying, and at least eleven thousand. I believe it to be much higher as well. I'll just put mm-hmm. that out there. But these are the numbers that we're being given because they're saying that there's no way for the folks in Gaza to really keep track because the infrastructure is so obliterated. So they're like those numbers are inflated." But they are also saying that at least 11,000 are children. Um, Yeah. And the 85% of the strips population of 2.3 million have been displaced from their homes. So, you know what? I can actually. Shame on all of those countries for participating in that um, and stopping that regardless. Shame. That's terrible. I'm hoping Terrible. it's a tactic, but I, I think it. what's very interesting to me is that they're holding UNRWA to a very high standard when it comes to this funding. They're not holding Israel to that same standard when it comes to the funding that we are providing them to fund this war. It's, just, it's bullshit. I it. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, you're you're telling Israel to to do everything they can to lower the civilian casualties. They're not doing that. I mean, there it was just released that higher ups in the cabinet were celebrating the genocide of Palestinians. Nothing's happening. Well, there's one thing that happened. I could say this now that um Biden has imposed sanctions on Israeli settlers in the West Bank, not in Gaza. In the West Bank. Um Biden today ordered uh, broad financial and travel sanctions on Israeli settlers accused of violent attacks on Palestinians in the West Bank. This is a seemingly a gesture aimed in part at the Arab American community who are going to vote in this year's election, who have expressed fury about the president's backing of the the Israeli war on Gaza. Um, this order cuts people off from U.S. financial any U.S. financial system from assets or property that they have in the United States. It also prevents them from traveling to the United States. And here's the kicker. The headline was he, Biden imposes sanctions on Israeli settlers. Four people have, <laughs> have had sanctions. Four people. Four. Um, oh, God. Mm-hmm. And I Biden has said that there will be more announcements to come. Five to people. Th- according to the administration. Um, so yeah. Um, this is very, I think this is very important. Um, mm-hmm. 
very important. I'm going to do my best um, to bring this all together. But um, we haven't talked about this on the podcast. I've heard about this for months now, but America is experiencing a serious border crisis. The number of people crossing into the United States has reached record levels, more than double than in the Trump years. The Department of Homeland Security says that 302,000 migrants crossed the U.S. southern border in December, a monthly record coming, and these folks are coming from Venezuela, Guatemala, Cuba, Honduras, and uh, Mexico, to name, to name a few. I was reading an article by the New York Times, and they started off um, talking about Biden's, um, uh, the way that he was approaching and the way that he talked about on his campaign to being uh, elected president about his um, immigration policies. And when I, on, in his first day of office, the New York Times writes, he paused nearly all deportations. He vowed to end the harsh practices of the Trump administration, show compassion towards those wishing to come to the United States and secure the southern border. For Mr. Biden, it was a matter of principle. He wanted to show the world that the United States was a humane nation, while also demonstrating to his fellow citizens that the government could work again. Boom. That was before these unprecedented numbers were coming into the United States. Um, in a lot of democratic states, they are being overwhelmed and having boat, uh, busloads and busloads of migrants that they're doing their best to figure out how to house and, you know, give asylum because many of them were coming in on the, um, on the, uh, under that, What's not the, under that, I don't know what the word is, under that category, they're seeking asylum. And so, as we all know, Biden um, has been requesting funds uh, from Congress to give to Ukraine to help their ally. Um, and this becomes, I think it's under a national security measure. Um, and Republicans of basically given an ultimatum like yeah 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 we'll find we'll keep giving you money as we all know a lot of republicans were against this but they've now gave biden an ultimatum like all right sure we'll give you this next round of funding if you agree to tighten up the border because this is our version of like a national security issue and you need to do something about it and so biden agreed he was like all right I'm willing to kind of reach over, what do y'all call it? Reach over and like do this bipartisan policy around um, closing the border and doing not it in closing a- closing it. Well, doing it in a way that um, is not in alignment with his rhetoric and in alignment with a lot of the Democrats' um, ideas around immigration policy. He's- in a many ways kind of um, surrendering to the Republicans, like, what, how did this woman describe it? Um, po policing, processing, and shutting shit down. Like that's their, the Republicans' way of managing the, um, these, these immigration processes and not really caring about figuring out more humane, thoughtful um, ways of managing all these the immigrants that are coming in. 
And so because he's decided to surrender to the Republicans' request, a lot of Democrats see this as him selling out and, you know, again, going completely against what that rhetoric was that I mentioned before, which was far more compassionate and caring, yada, yada, yada. Um, where, are you, where did you get your this information this is from the daily i listened to the daily today and um they were saying that yes that's true you know but at the same time there is a serious crisis that's happening Mm -hmm. so i feel they're saying that the democratic the democrats or biden in particular are like listen i have to get this these funds to ukraine we have a serious immigration crisis i am actually going to help solve this immigration price crisis which will help me further down you know come november this is not going to be something that the republicans which of this is what they've been leaning on for so long of like biden is leaning about this he has to get together he's like yo actually i'm going to show up and i'm going to solve this problem so what the fuck are they going to say when when it's all done and that base who you know um was depending on the Republicans to get it done or is going to see like, oh shit, Biden did get it done. So they're like, it's kind of like a win-win for Biden in a lot of ways. So the Democrats and Republicans have been working for months to come up with these policies. They're almost there. Then your boy Trump comes in, gets wind of this. I was waiting for you to go. And fucks, blows the shit all up. Because Mm -hmm. again, if this is all, this is, this is in, what he's in running listening on. listening to this, yes, what he's running on is fixing this migration problem. So he'll be damned if it's going to be Biden who does it. And mm-hmm. so he is um, telling Republicans not to vote in favor of it. And it is a Republican-backed bill. And the Republicans are scared of him. And they, of course, have their own chasm in their party between those that are super right wing and those that are like, yo, can we just get some fucking work done? And they're all, all of the ones that are super right wing are like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we got to shape up because, you know, Trump is going to be, you know, he's going to get become the Republican nominee. Like, we got to get this shit together. So it completely blew up. Mm-hmm. No work is being done. Fucking Mitch McConnell. They're voting Mitch on it next week. M- they're what? They're voting on it next week. Well, Mitch McConnell's basically like they were just they were edging. They were just about to do it. It's just mm-hmm. about to happen. And then Mitch McConnell came out like, yeah, man, I don't know what to say. Shit is tricky. Like, it's not good <laughs> enough. It's just not good enough, basically, is what they're saying. It's not stringent it was, enough. It was agreed upon. It was were, agreed upon on both sides. This was a huge piece of legislation. Anyway, go ahead. So now they're at a standstill. Ukraine is left hanging. And the crisis. And they're starting to lose. And the most important thing, they're starting to lose. And the most important thing, which again, are these super porous borders, which, listen, is problem to me. I think it's a huge problem and it yeah. needs to be dealt with. And, I don't, and I, don't, I don't know how else they're going to do it. But what, what, what is also really interesting and what the Daily um, did so masterfully in showing was showing Biden's arc of being like, Oh, you know, super soft hearted to being like, if you guys pass this policy, I'll shut it down today. Like I'll get this shit cracking today. 
day. Well, he's not shutting it down. I want to be very clear about what is on the table here. Because tr- what he's saying is tr- he's he's combating what Trump is saying. Trump came out with this random number on one of his rants that this bill would allow 5,000 illegal crossings per day. The bill hadn't even been released yet. So he, there's no way that he knew that. And that has been debunked. It would not allow 5,000 illegal crossings per day. Trump just plucked that out of the air. If the what what's happening is they're trying to instate a 90 let me go to it. Hold on. It's like all right, they're trying to instate this like 90 day initial asylum rev- interview thing and really hold to that. And so that migrants would not be released into the United States, the interior United States without this 90 day hold. They would be kept detained really kept under government supervision and if they fail their initial asylum interviews they will be removed immediately but migrants who i hate i don't like the word migrant um asylum seekers who pass the asylum interview would then get to stay in the country for an additional 90 days until their asylum cases were fully decided so there's like an initial interview process and then, and I think the issue that they're having now is that, well, once you release them, if they, if they're full asylum case, you know, if, if on the second round you say, uh, actually, no, you need to go back. They're not going to go back. Well, right. Right. So they, they were but saying wait, in the meantime, they would receive work authorizations. And this is where Biden is like doing his democratic thing where it's like, well, if they're going to be here, they have to be able to work. And they would also be on a path to qualify for citizenship. Ugh. Well, I guess show. what they were working towards, just to, to your point, is one, making asylum more difficult to claim, increase the detention centers, uh, to your point, that until they yeah. figure this shit out, they mm-hmm. have to stay in a detention center. They can't be let out. They Which can't go to Chicago. Which those conditions there are horrible. Are terrible. And limit the number of people that can come into the country a day to 5,000 a day, which will trigger a shutdown of the border, which is unprecedented. It's never been done before and is very different from what Biden's original tune is. I just want to say this. If this doesn't reveal how it's all about politics and how these motherfuckers don't care in a lot of ways or their care is always contingent on um, their interests. I don't know what else does. It's I not think the it's Democrats here on this one, though. I They're reaching like across the aisle. The, f- the Trump and his Republican Party are stopping this bill, period. I, f- I, f- I think that Biden changing his tune, you know, and 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 going to a more stringent. Um, not to say that's a bad thing. Well, the, I don't well, know. It but changed. him changing it. Well, the climate of it changed. There's uh, but more Republicans people been coming. saying this shit is was gonna happen. Like and this I shit would, was has been a problem. I think wouldn't you rather have a leader though who recognizes like, oh shit, this is a fucking problem. Because that's and 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 this is horrible. What 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 Governor Abbott, what um DeSantis is doing with these people, putting them on buses, putting them on planes and just shipping them to these asylum cities is horrible for these asylum seekers. You're just, you just don't care about them. You don't value them, but they're proving their point to these democratic asylum cities and saying, Oh, you're not the people that are dealing with the problem. We're the border States. And we're telling you that we can't manage this. Mm -hmm. 
And so now you have other voices at the table. You have who I can't stand, Eric Mayor Eric Adams going crazy about how the asylum he calls the migrants, the migrant pro problem is going to overrun New York City and we'll never have the city that we know and love. Literally saying stuff like that that sounds straight out of Trump's playbook now, right? Because now the resources are strained. So I would rather have someone who's like, okay, let me revisit what I said because shit has changed a bit and we got to deal with this. So I get it. I get that he changed his tune. Shit changed. And, and, and what's so sad is that what's so sad is that these people are being impacted like this. I, I think also what's very important, mm -hmm. Venezuela, Guatemala, Honduras, oh, yeah. say it, Mexico, say it. All of these countries are in crisis because of um, the U S meddling and um, the sanctions that they put on these countries, the ways that they go in and fund the overturning of their government, and then they put another person that they like, and then that person doesn't act right. The, if you go and look at the history, I just went and Googled, you know, Venezuela, U.S. history. Every last one of them, the U.S. is responsible, or some Western country is linked to the crisis and the crumbling of mm. their governments. But just look up Venezuela. And so now you have all these people fucked up. Mexico, Mexico is suing the United States because um, the United States sends all the weapons to these cartels. They're, they're the ones that are giving them all the weapons. And they're so violent, people are leaving. They're, they're, they're responsible for all of this. And then they're and like- these are the same people that Trump's saying that's coming into the country and making our country horrible. People don't know it. And so then you think you blame it on these people when, again, like nobody wants to leave their home unless it's a it's it's a, what does she say? It's like a shark or some shit like nobody wants to leave their home. Unless nobody it's puts hell. their child on a raft unless. Yeah. And America's <sighs> responsible for a lot of it. And then we're like, oh, wait, what? what yeah, you can't doing come here? here. We don't have enough. I hate it here. Anyhow. All right, we're an hour in. Do you want to go down to pop culture? Sure. I will say that. I think this Thank is Thank you for this, though. Go I will ahead. say this. Go ahead. China's hackers are targeting America critical infrastructure. These are things you should know, but we can't discuss. FBI Director Christopher Wray said on Wednesday that China's hackers are targeting American critical infrastructure, including water treatment plants, pipelines, and the power grid to be able to wreak havoc in the U.S. if Beijing ever decides to do so. Testifying before the House Select Committee, Committee, Committee on the Chinese Communist Party, Ray has warned that there has been too little public attention on the threat that he says China's efforts pose to national security. China's hackers are positioning on American infrastructure in preparation to wreak havoc and cause real world harm to American citizens and communities if and when China decides the time has come to strike. Lord Jesus. I love po political Shanti. <laughs> Oh my God, we didn't give him birth to a new, oh, you was like, I just need to get to this. Well, then I'm going to say mine. U.S. forces, have <laughs> okay, have mistaken an enemy drone for an American uh, Blue? Sorry, she cut, she was, sorry, clawing at my 
couch. U.S. forces, unfortunately, they they mistook an enemy drone for an American one, let it pass unchallenged into a desert base in Jordan where it killed three U.S. troops. Those troops were all black folks and wounded dozens more. They were all black. They were all black. Of course. Um, and what's getting very scary about this is this is escalating seemingly the conflict in the Middle East. Biden is towing around it because he doesn't, that's the last thing he wants in an election year. And the last thing that you don't want to go to war with Iran. Iran was responsible for this. Um, and he's promised to quote unquote, hold all of those responsible to account at a time and manner of our choosing. Whatever the fuck that means. So, oh God, right along. Let's eat up. <laughs> all right, let's. Woo, all right, one yeah. one hour in, y'all. Y'all okay? These Get are tricky. important things. This is important. Very important. The way that Shanti is about to be a political analyst, I'm with the shits. I I'm cannot not. wait. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You you resisting it, but it's in you. That's crazy. it's so in you. Not the China. I say, oh, shit. China's as soon as you see anything with China, you be on it like. China don't fucking play. I'm China scared don't of China play. Iran and Russia. Play. Russia, like what? Watch North Korea. Work. China oh, said we finna, bake, we finna take back Taiwan. And if they do that, baby, we have to go to war because we back Taiwan. What happens if you're like, never mind, I ain't got your back. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I can't. I'm busy. Then, I'm fighting everybody well, over here. I can't come over here. <laughs> that's what they basically doing to Ukraine. Ain't they though? They leaving Ukraine. Zelensky is firing. Anyway, we can't talk about this. Zelensky is firing his top military. They're tired chief. over there. And the Ukrainians have said, I'm tired. McCann no, do it. I don't want to no, do this. No, the no chief more. wants to be in 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 um wants to remain, but Zelensky's firing him. The and people. there was a poll. That said that the people trust the chief more than Zelensky. Damn. Nuts. They said and this Zelensky is... think he's a Steve Jobs of this shit. He always wearing his black shirt and jeans and shit. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay. I <laughs> knew it. I think it's a fraud, dog. Shanti said enough. <laughs> this shit was too serious for too long. <laughs> they said this nigga is a fraud. He said, you a fucking actor, yo. You, you were an actor playing that you were a president. And exactly. then you became our president. And now Zelensky. you acted, and we no. mad. We confused. Zelensky, Zelensky been holding it down. Zelensky could have been gone out that country somewhere. He said, I'm staying. Well, shall. Anyway. All right. Pop culture, Lord. This man going to make me bite every word I'd never said about him. He getting on my nerves. I'm on Black I just, History Month too. Like this is uh, that's the first thing I said. I literally saw this online and wrote, oh, Justin, it's Black <laughs> History Month. <laughs> What are you doing? Justin delusional. Justin Timberlake had a show, small show at Irving Plaza. Spot in um, I actually performed there once. That's in uh Union Square. For his forty third birthday, on his forty fourth, forty third birthday, twenty years, I believe it was the twenty year anniversary of the Janet Jackson incident. <sighs> this is a part of his promotional run for his forthcoming album everything i thought it was he was introducing the song cry me a river mm. when he took the time mm. to say to the crowd intentionality i'd like to take this opportunity to apologize 
to absolutely fucking nobody. You little bitch. You know he got. Oh, God. Timberlake, why he do that? Listen, we should. I don't want men to think that they are. Their value is rooted in the size of their penis. We got to be responsible. I apologize. Take that out, Monty. (laughs) So he did that. He did that in Black History Month. And after we didn't hear what he did to Britney. Yeah, Justin. But you now, know that was a directly at Britney, right? It was. What you Did mean? She? Yeah. Britney came. Yes, it was. Britney came. Brit- so his song, Selfish. I think you went over this. Did you not? Oh, no, you did it on a um, Patreon kickback. So we'll do it here. His song, Selfish, comes out. The song is not very good. Mm. It was mid. It wasn't given. This is mm. the year of Usher. I take back everything I said. <laughs> Oh God! And you are allowed to, because you're a human. And you I'm learn sorry from your mistakes, and we apologize. I was but only, I, t- I was only talking about the category. I mean the uh, the catalog. I was only talking about the catalog, y'all. That's it. Not him as a person. He's trash right now. I don't know what's going on, Jessica. Jessica be a run for your life. But Jessica quiet as a boot. Jessica said, quiet. Mm-hmm. She watching him work. Like you about to get on my nerves. <laughs> Brittany. So so he came out with this selfish song and apparently britney had a song called selfish so the britney fans ran up britney's song selfish instead of his her song selfish hit number one on the itunes charts because the fans are as petty as me listening to his on one fucking mute so i guess he he got in his feelings about that because he never addressed the book i i listened to that audio book now now, Justin didn't force her to, well, didn't force her. You can't force nobody to do nothing, but put a whole lot of pressure on her to have an, an abortion after they talked about having kids, was cheating on her the whole time, had it all in her face. Then she accidentally had a kiss with somebody while- Accidentally, child. Oops. <laughs> Listen, oops. She did it again. Oops. She had a kiss with somebody in a toxic relationship. She confessed to him mm. and he broke up with her immediately, ghosted her after being a serial che- cheater. According to her, um, two wrongs don't make a right, but uh, any accountability on your end, just and then put out his song "Cry Me a River," where he had the Britney lookalike in it, and proceeded to play the victim all over the pop culture world back in the Dizay. That song slaps to this day. <laughs> so now he gets on stage and says this i now you didn't have to say nothing you didn't you could have just sang the song you could have smirked and looked up then sang the song. you could have did something a little cheeky yeah i apologize to absolutely fucking nobody just standing 10 toes down in Aged. your victimization in and your and, and he doesn't understand the climate it is Black History Month, and you are standing ten toes down in your white male privilege on the anniversary of you being a victim for the incident with Janet Jackson. Now, Janet He's told delusional. us to forgive you, but you're trying it, Justin. He's really delusional, and he really does not understand that he's arrogant as fuck. He does yes. not understand that we're rooting for britney we have empathy compassion thank you for britney not you not you but he's not so you. arrogant he think he'll come around and spin around twinkle toes and do his little blue-eyed soul brother act and be cheeky and that we're gonna like it i'm gonna listen to the album but i fuck you justin <laughs> I, knew, I was about to say you're not gonna like it <laughs> i'm gonna listen to it <laughs> 
But fuck that bullshit. You corny, yeah. dog. Justin corny. is being corny. Justin's being really corny. And then what's interesting for me is that Usher had a interview with Shannon Sharp. And it was so boring because he's so media trained and sweet and good and just a Libra g- gem. We have the same birthday. He was so PC and just... Just winning. He about to be on a Super Bowl. Don't fuck this right. up. He was you like, better not, not fuck this up. He's like, I don't need to do all that. No. I'm, I'm in here talking about my craft. And then you have Justin. And then I had the nerve to compare them. Shame. I am rebuking that whatever that was in me, even though Justin's catalog is really strong, but I'm on this here Black History Month, I would like to apologize. Wow. To everyone. Did I say that? I agreed too, didn't you, I? I think you did. I Eventually. apologize to the dynamic duo of, of I will never not say <laughs> all right I'm gonna just you know it's like a toxic boyfriend I'm sorry but but I was about to let you cook like go ahead girl <laughs> you said the same thing but um damn Justin Justin she, is disappointing me up, bro you fucking it up for everybody everybody it's like the tire of me I was rooting for you <laughs> shut up Damn. In other news, speaking of Shannon Sharp, oh, we're not talking about Meg and Nikki, y'all. If you want to hear that, then you're going to have to join Patreon because we had a whole Patreon episode about it. Patreon kickback, it is on Patreon. You can go there. We broke it down. Of course, we didn't just talk about the pop culture aspects of it, but wanted to look inward. And a lot as of the, to the why had incredible, the community they had, had some great insights and, they and did. contributions. So shout out to them. Shannon Sharp. Shannon, uh, he on a roll. That big Shannon nigga. on a roll. You better stop. <laughs> Why you call him that? He is because I don't like his pants ever. What you mean you don't like his pants? What his pants got to do I with don't anything? Know. Shannon. He looks like uh Barney to me. <laughs> somehow that's racist. No, it I isn't. don't know how, but somehow it is. Uh, no, I, I don't mind Shannon. I, I just uh I had kind of like. I had a crush on Shannon Sharp when he oh, was on. Boy. Listen, when he was on Undisputed, I had a very big crush on him. Now that he's talking more, I'm like, whoa, you are a mess a little bit. But he an uncle, so it's tricky. It's also tricky because Shannon has a history of dating white women, and he's very. I'm gonna get into what the topic is, but he's very um sensitive around any criticism that he has received for that and criticism around interracial relationships. He he would be great to talk to Dr. Ubar. He got <laughs> does he have biracial children? No, he doesn't have biracial children, but he has dated plenty of very I'm sure very nice white women that you could walk past in the street. I'll just say that. So, oh wait. <laughs> this is what Shannon Sharp had to say about Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and Michael Jackson. What? Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Um, let me. Tell you, I'm, I'm thinking that. Let me think of somebody else. Can move a needle. Move the needle. Um. Ah, I got no it. one. Beyonce. If. Hypothetically speaking, if if she went with Jay Z, and uh, not Travis Kelsey, let's say um, 
Yeah, Beyonce. Beyonce. She not like this. She... Not like this. These these, these yeah. eyes, these eye Ocho. These eight to fifteen That's... year old eyeballs. Ocho, she the same, the same. Nah, he has the Ocho. same, the same, the same feeling. Ocho. Yes. I love Beyonce. Beyonce ain't moving the needle like this chick. Ocho. <laughs> no. What? You no, you tripping, Ocho. This girl, this, ask the she's chat. the closest who, thing. The chat she's the closest is. thing to moving the needle like Michael Jackson that we see. This is it. Whoa. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Reel it back in a little bit, baby. Reel it back in a little bit. Beyonce moves the needle just like Taylor, if not no, more. No, she doesn't. Ask the chat, please. Just ask the chat. Ask, ask the, the chat. chat, please. We put it to the chat. So make, do, do a poll. <coughs> do a poll. Because Beyonce has those same set of eyes, young, old, middle-aged, and old, including I, but I'm just saying, Not if like the, Taylor. If, hypothetically, hypothetically Not speaking, like Taylor. Beyonce would move the needle the same Not way like Taylor, Taylor doing. It would be Beyonce being shown I, all the time. Not yes. like Taylor. Oh, come on. Yes. Not like Taylor, man. Man, 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 I'm sorry to the listeners to do this on Black History Month. I'm sorry you had to hear that. That was, that was hard. That was hard for me. Something, something died in me when I heard that. I was like, listen, listen here. What? We're not going to sit here. <laughs> like, we're not going to compare Taylor's. We're not going to compare Taylor Swift to Michael Jackson. Okay. I posted a clip today of Michael Jackson not doing, not near nothing. All he did was jump out from the stage and people was passing out. No one is on the level of Michael Jackson. And if anybody is on the level of Michael Jackson, it is. Beyonce. Queen Beyonce. So Taylor Swift can't do nothing that Beyonce could do on stage. She can't do nothing that Beyonce, excuse me, let me finish. She can't do nothing that Beyonce can do in the booth behind a mic. She can sit down at her little table and write her songs and go on stage and be cute and have her friendship bracelets. It's wonderful. It's Ooh, wonderful. Beyonce can't go eat in New York without notifying the restaurant first because it is literally a danger to the public that is a, that is a like law that was passed there has to be special provisions for her to go to certain places do you understand the level of this I think now the same would be true for taylor taylor be running her all around new york city child Okay, Beyonce. I think she needs the same. Taylor would too. There ain't no Taylor Swift law, as far as I'm concerned. Now, Beyonce also like it's just to to me this this is frustrating because (sighs) Taylor Swift is just white. She that's it. I'm sorry. She's a white girl who yes she's talented, but she's white and she appeals to a per a, a certain demographic. But like, are we being serious at a talent show? Taylor Swift I, wins. I Taylor Swift that, wins. I don't think that that was what they're arguing, though. I understand, but even so the why, but but the other so the reason why Taylor Swift is getting all of this coverage in the NFL is because she's dating Travis Kelsey. If Beyonce was a single woman dating Odell Beckham, the cameras would be all over her. Sure. All so it's not the same thing because Beyonce minded her business with her husband sitting in the booth while he is literally booking the Super Bowl get like artists. Okay, but that but that's still not the question. 
he the question was the question was we ain't the disparity between taylor and beyonce and their popularity and fandom is 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 like this is it how many how many instagram followers do you think taylor swift has I don't care. Like, but I, I think the in terms of her in terms of her reach, in terms of her um record sales, in terms of her concerts, in terms of the gener the what she generates as an artist for her record labels, I don't think the disparity is great. No, I don't Regardless, think the disparity is great. And I think that that's what he's speaking to is like who is and Beyonce is the fact that he acted like Beyonce like the disparity is this is ridiculous because what's his name Shannon was like no Beyonce isn't like that's ridiculous because they're but to me it's like but no they're right next to each other like they're if and if if, if Beyonce's up there then Beyonce's only up this way too the disparity is not great but you can't have that conversation without talking about the inherent lead that taylor has because of her whiteness because she's a white girl she's a skinny sweet little white girl that's just easier to package here in america and across the world because of whiteness sure so to have that conversation without like where beyonce is at this point as a black woman who still has proximity to whiteness is is huge Sure. It's huge. And sure. who doesn't do any fucking press? Exactly. So he so he's bug I mean that's why he's bugging a little yeah, bit for like, cuz he's like acting like that there's a huge disparity. The girl and does no isn't. press. None. She just puts her shit out. <laughs> Take it or leave it. And I and I don't want to pin these people up against each other. I'm not saying that. Obviously I don't care about Taylor Swift's music as much. Like, I I don't know it. I hear it and it doesn't resonate with me. And I'm not saying she's not talented, but in terms of like, come on, y'all. If we're going to have that conversation, we need to have that conversation. It's the same thing way that I feel about Usher. Usher should have been done the Super Bowl by himself. Usher is a fucking star, okay? It's the same thing. We can't have the Justin Timberlake versus Usher conversation without saying, because Justin is the blue-eyed little devil (laughs) because he's that singing the type of music that usher sings he gets put on a different pedestal because he's white we have to have those conversations and shannon is tricky because of his affinity i think he inherently puts them at a higher level and that's that southern thing too it's tricky you you hear it if you listen to him you know, no, if know. you if you really follow him and listen to him and his upbringing, I think that there's there's something to it. And I and it's OK. I get it. But maybe he just going where the love is. Okay. I don't not, know. Not during Black History Month, not in front of the people. Mm-mm. But I just need us to put some respect on Beyonce's name. And I just need us to know because they were trying to say that Taylor Swift has all this reach. Taylor Swift has two hundred and seventy nine million followers on Instagram and Beyonce has three hundred and nineteen. That's all I got to say. Million. Uh, well, okay. I don't think that's a I don't know. I'm just saying it. I don't know if that shows that when it when it comes about the money that's making. Also revenue like- is revenue is profit. So you also have to understand that Beyonce might be spending a little more money on her shows too because they are wildly phenomenal. <clears throat> but whatever. 
I didn't see Eris. I'll watch it, but I don't know if it has. I don't know if it's running. You ain't got to. Nobody ain't got to watch her. This it ain't. We Not ain't. during Black History Month. <laughs> Shut up. No, we don't have to convince ourselves of nothing about Taylor. Okay, we know what it is. We know what it is. I just also have a problem with the fact that now she's a Chiefs fan and she has tried. She has tried to rep Philly for so long and act like she's from Philly and she's this diehard Eagles fan. And as soon as she started dating old boy, where was the Eagles? Ain't been to one game. She ain't wore the jacket. The hat was gone. She just got that all the red on all the Kansas City Chief gear. Just raggedy. Oh. I don't like it. Antoinette hates Taylor Swift. I don't hate her, but I'm Damn. like, <laughs> we don't believe you. Kim exposed you too, liar. She said, I'm repping for my man. Fuck these teams. That's what I'm repping for. You know what I, I do I ain't loyal the same to thing. these teams. I'm loyal to my man. If I dated a football player, that would be hard. If you play in the Eagles, I'm not wearing anybody's jersey. I'm just showing up. Girl, you be in your man's outfit. Keep Every other day, but not the not the Eagles game. <laughs> she I'm lying like a motherfucker. I'm telling you, I don't think so. Oh gosh. Not that any Eagles player wants to date me, but I'm just saying, like matter of fact, I pre ordered. You better wear his Mar- motherfucking shit. I'll be like, put, put this goddamn shit up. I get pregnant tonight. I ordered that Eagles point. varsity jacket and that thing never came. Hold up. Oh no. You better go look into Damn. It was very expensive too. I wonder if it's shipped. Anyway, Man, you go ball ahead. And you don't even know the expensive things. You better know how to spell Givenchy. I don't. Givenchy. <laughs> the only the only thing I ever had of that was a lipstick. Givenchy. You know Givenchy. what I really want to get? What? I want to get a Coogee sweater, and I want to oh, get yeah. a Fendi baseball cat. Mm. It is so. I do cute. not like Fendi. <gasps> oh, I don't like any of those so prints cute. like that. Nah, this one is classic and cute. I just want the Chanel lambskin bag, the tuft Chanel lambskin bag. It's like $10,000. I will probably never, ever get it. Don't say that. Not out of your mind. I don't think I will ever spend that money. I'm going to rob somebody. Anyway, are we doing this last topic? Are we done? We're done. You put it there. It's Issa Rae. It's Black History Month. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) For real? Issa has said, <clears throat> Issa, in an um, Grace the Cover story for Netta Porter's digital publication, Porter, in it she <laughs> says, you're seeing so many black shows get canceled. You're seeing so many executives, especially on the DEI side, get canned. Mm-hmm. You're seeing very clearly now that our stories are less of a priority. It's made me take more steps to try to be independent down the line if I have to. And this comes after her baby show, her show um, that she had on HBO, Rap Rap Shit, Shit, which I enjoyed. I didn't watch the second season, but the first one, I was into it, has been um, canceled. Her other show, Black Lady Sketch, was canceled last year. Among some other shows that I'll name, and I do see this trend, Z-Way, who's brilliant, Grownish, which was a classic. Southside, we all know my love for Southside. Love Life, I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah. The Wonder Years, Kindred, all of these stories, um, all of these stories that centered black characters and not necessarily black stories, quote unquote, but just well, what's you know, a black, black lives. Story? Exactly. Can, that is a black story. Um, 
have been canceled. And so we do see this. We're also seeing um, in a lot of the uh, journalism arena, as well as Netflix, mass firings. Um, LA Times most recently fired at least 115 of their staff, majority of them being black, brown, and Latino um, staffers. And of course, Netflix, I think we covered this in 2023, laid off a significant amount of black women talent. Like the upper echelon surprise, um, told them they were going to give them all these packages and then turned around and fired all of them after they had, you know, um, taken a risk, uprooted their lives. Uh, and that was also national news. So, you know, we're seeing after the wave of inclusion and telling black stories and hiring and all these fucking letters and statements and black boxes. Um, The shit's changed back, back politics as usual. We back to what it was, what it's always been. And um, it feels like we really need to fuck around with that separate but equal life let's go back to doing a marcus garvey yeah like let's go let's just try that out let's see what happened i saw a meme recently that said there were black people pools black people theaters black people restaurants and then martin, only only and then martin came along and fucked it all up for us like and it's kind of <laughs> like could you imagine could you imagine if those places, if if Tulsa, if all those places were allowed to be alive and well and thriving? And I mean, we they have wouldn't BET, be. We have a vault. I can't wait for you to see Origin. I can't talk about it now, but I can't wait. We have to- we have all of these these platforms that highlight black excellence and art forms and creatives and stories, but like, do we really take them seriously? the way that we do HBO, Showtime, these syndicated, these big, huge platforms, like, are we taking them for granted? Do they feel, is the content that they provide us with um, shitty, embarrassing, subpar? Embarrassing, embarrassing is interesting because that's giving white gaze. I don't give a fuck. That show that you, whatever that platform is, that they be fighting and cutting up. Tubi? that is embarrassing. Oh, you talking care. about Oh, no, you talking about Zeus. Yes, that's like horrifying. all these platforms that have black content on it. You know, BT, people haven't respected it. Like BT felt like such a ripe thing, but now it feels like are people checking for BT anymore? I don't know. I hope that um Issa does I think if anybody can do it and anybody can do it well and do it with style and grace and high quality, it would be Issa and her um, gang of creatives and professionals that she uses and leans on and creates with in Hollywood now. Um, and I hope she does do that. Fuck HBO, dog. Well, she got two more shows coming out on HBO, so not fucking me up. Okay, well, also, let's HBO watch is Max. Let's watch them. Uh-oh. Tricky. All right. You ain't got nothing to say? No, I didn't watch any other shows. I don't watch anything. You don't watch any black shows we hear. I don't watch anything. <laughs> you tricky. Interesting. I don't watch anything. Wow. <clears throat> what I do watch is White excellence. Politics. So you be up here talking about it. 
Listen, Succession, I'm not giving up Succession. <laughs> Game of Thrones, I'm not giving up Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. The Walking Dead it. at first, can't mm-hmm. give it up. And The Walking Dead had a lot of black characters in it, so it's giving equal opportunity. It ain't written by black people with black cast entirely. Anyway, I ain't going to fight about it, Jordan. God is good. And I hope What she- black shows do you watch right I now? I watch rap shit. I love- You watched the first season Southside. I love all of Love Life. I watch Love Life. I like, and the guy goes to the goes to the um, workout place that I go to. The star of it, he looks from the like second Hakeem. season. Oh, I should have said his name, name. I apologize. Take that out. He looks like Hakeem. He does look like Hakeem. I don't I know. Mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm not watching Tyler Perry to support Tyler Perry. But what I w- what I will do is is I have time for more time for film. So something else that I've done, and I stole this from a friend of mine. Where if I can't get to the movies to watch something, I will buy a ticket, even if I can't go, to okay. to support it financially. To say a ticket was purchased, and then I can stream it. I I have done that for films that I know I won't have time to go see, but I have every intention of watching here. So, and I want to encourage everyone and their mother. Damn, we didn't announce this. We'll announce it on Thursday. The Patreon things. Mm. everyone and their mother to go see origin also shanti's big valentine's day date night is coming up we've decided that's going to be february 19th please stay tuned for more information if you are interested in being a contestant for shanti's heart for her love you know i ain't got no motherfucking heart so (laughs) yes you do stop (laughs) then please Email us at aroundthewaycurls at gmail.com. I really would like that just to be aroundthewaycurls.com eventually. Can we fix that? Somebody help us. But email us. Tell us what you're you're trying to do. Make sure that you are available February. What do you mean by that? What are they supposed to say? I I just think that should be more specific. What? Can I get to it? email us at at aroundthewaycurls at gmail.com make sure you are available February 19th at 7pm the format will be I have to figure it out but she won't be able to see you she will be able to hear you your camera will be off there will be questions that we ask and based off of your responses we will weed folks out little by little round by round until she picks the next love of her life. I'm excited for it. She has not listened to anything. She's I on her phone. I you said, now I'm ready. So we're going to go. I'm ready for love. Yes, I'm ready to learn. I might find the love of my life, y'all, so. Okay, peace to the gods. Say the slogan. You get the old and the new. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) You have just heard an around the way curls, John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. (laughs) Very good.